Okay, well, this is really confusing, so you're gonna have to clear up this thing. So, your buddy, what happened? So, some other guy came out and visited so, this right. guy? So, this is before I went to visit. So before you visited, someone else visited, right? Yeah. Okay, so someone else visited your buddy who you're visiting. Yes. And what happened? So, my buddy went to text this guy who visited. Yeah. It was good to see you, and you messed the number up by one digit. So, he messed the number up by one digit. Yeah. He wanted to review how he did, like, how was it? Glad you came out. Yeah. You know, pretty much that. So, he said, hey, it was good to see you. Must have not been a good buddy if he didn't even have his fucking number saved in his phone. <laughs> Alright, well, anyway. Um, <laughs> Alright, I'm back. Uh, the cat was chewing on the light cord, so I had to fix that. Episode 24, guys. Fried versus Tapped. I'm your co-host, Mike Graham. Uh, and we're, we are lucky enough to have... Hey, guys. Uh, Mike Bisson here. Uh, welcome back. Fried versus Tapped. Season 2, episode 24. Can't believe it. It's like almost 50 episodes at this point. It's wild. Um, but Mike, what's going on? Uh, not much. It is beautiful out here in New Hampshire. Dude, it's honestly gorgeous. It's been raining most of the week, but finally got a nice day. Caught a break. Of get, course, right? Yeah, we got the fucking landscapers outside blasting away. Yeah, we actually had to, this, we had to, we had to wait a little bit to film because they were being, they were right below the window actually mowing. There was like three of them out there. Yeah, we, uh, we leaf blowing. Like two uh, different riding mowers and stuff. It was ridiculous. It was a beautiful job, nonetheless. But yeah. No, of course we delayed a little bit here, but we're we're here in the studio working hard as always. Yeah, um, but actually, I think uh, this is pretty good uh, right off the bat. Just real quick, we were we were saying we we're gonna wait for Kitty to do something, and then right off the bat, Kitty did something. She's a little shit. Uh, so what exactly did you recently buy for Kitty? Oh, yeah, so I ended up getting my cat a leash because she's trying to escape out of all the windows. Um, so I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll get her a leash and um, put her leash on. And she's like a fucking um, a still scare, scarecrow while we're out there. She won't move an inch. And you can't keep her still in the house and she won't walk on, <laughs> on yeah, a leash. She'll go window to window trying to break through the screens. But when I pop her on a leash and get her outside on the grass, she's like... You know, like she's having an epilepsy fucking attack. You know, did, did you ever get or uh, consider getting one of those backpacks with the see-through bubble and air holes that you can carry a kitty in? Oh yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I see a lot of those in like Tokyo and stuff, yeah. in Hong Kong. And yeah, my buddy has one of them. It's hilarious. That would be pretty cool. Do they get air in it? They yeah, like, they have air holes yeah. and shit in it. Yeah. The cat doesn't really like it as much as we do, <laughs> I don't think, to be honest. But like you know, if you're traveling and you're taking your cat, it's I feel Better like that'd be pretty cage, cool. Yeah. yeah I sure, think. I'm sure girls would come up to you or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, let me see your yeah. cat. You know? Yeah. You can't really take him out. I feel like if you can't take a cat out and let people pet him, I'll get away. Yeah, no, that thing would bolt for the fucking wind. It would be gone, yeah. <laughs> that thing would be gone in 25 seconds. But anyway, what do we have on schedule for today? Well, news uh, a couple weeks back is... Uh, Former President Donald Trump has been indicted by the federal prosecution and 37 counts um, related to the Espionage Act. Um, and ironically, these are, these are laws that he created um, to make sure no one is above the law when it comes to keeping classified documents and stuff like that. And that was all in relation to Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Clinton yeah. yeah, and uh, here he is violating his own laws. Apparently they found these in like um, bathrooms in Mar-a-Lago. I saw the pictures; they were just stacked all 
pictures of um, stack documents classified in Mar-a-Lago bathroom. There was one under a water pipe. There was, no, there's like hundreds of thousands under a water pipe. Um, there's like recordings where he asked his attorney like, oh, let's just tell him we don't have it. And like, how do we get rid of it? Like, let's just get rid of it before they find out. Like, it's, it's all there. It's recorded. You know, he really put himself in a little pickle. That sounds, yeah, that is a bit of a jam. So he's facing up to 30 years, I believe, 20 or 30 years. I don't think there's any chance he's going to get sentenced to that. Like, oh, God, no. no there's I mean, not a chance. He's realistically, he's not a threat. He's 70, yeah. 76 years old, I Former think. president. Like, he's going to maybe a year to two, maybe. Yeah. Uh, like a I, fine, maybe. Yeah. The only thing is it's 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 the uh, Espionage Act. That's a big deal. So, um I see him getting anywhere from like one to three years, like you said, uh, but I also could see him just getting probation and not getting anything at all. I could 100% see that. You know what's crazy is like you can be like uh, indicted for all this stuff and still run for president. Yeah, so you can still run for president, but if he does get convicted and um, he won't be able to become president. No, I know if you get convicted, but like isn't that crazy that like you can still like if you're running for pre- I guess the Anybody can run. Yeah, anyone can run for president, but like, it would seem like if you got some federal charges brought up against you, maybe, uh, maybe you don't. It's like that guy in New Hampshire that runs with a boot on every presidential election. Yeah, but he doesn't have any charges against him. (laughs) That guy is hilarious. The guy who is like, he wants to make his horse or some shit. Yeah. His vice president. Oh my god. But uh, that's that is crazy with Trump. Um, it, yeah, it's. I mean, Trump was indicted and uh, indicted on misdemeanors out in New York by the uh, district attorney out there, and I think a month or two later he was found guilty of sexual assault in a civil lawsuit. Um, and now a couple months later he's being federally indicted by the federal government Department of Justice on 37 counts of felonies related to the Espionage Act, facing up to 20 to 30 years. Um, and now I guess Georgia, their state attorney's office, has been investigating him. They're going back and forth from New York to Florida investigating him. So it looks like he's going to be brought up on charges in on state charges, too. So now it's local, civil, federal, and now state with Georgia. This guy's every level of freaking law, uh, criminal justice you can be prosecuted. He's, he's getting prosecuted he's on, getting, yeah. It's, it's insane. It really is actually wild. I, I really don't, I, I stick to what I said. Like, I don't think he's going to get, like, he's going to have to pay a lot of money. Oh, he's gonna have. He's going to be paying money out of his asshole. But, like, as far as, like, him serving time, like, this, and if he goes to jail, let's be real, he's going to be in, like, a good fellow's fucking situation. Yeah. Like, he's not going to be in, like, the general population. Oh, God, I mean, no, he's going to, I, I wonder how the Secret Service is going to work with that. Like, do you lose the Secret Service because you're a felony felon now? Like, what? Or, or like, how do you go into prison like without your secret? Is that like, tr- yeah, is that like transferred to like the prison guards? I don't or know. Do they like become Secret Service or like I, I have no idea how that would work. That's interesting. Like, I guess like I don't know because like that's going to be an interesting how it all foils down. I know, and but he looks good in orange at least. <laughs> we know that. And you know, it's ironic, I guess, the judge that presided over the arraignment the other, uh, a couple weeks back uh, when he was federally indicted was named John Goodman. John Goodman? Yeah, so maybe John Goodman, uh, you know, steps aside, stepped aside from acting and, uh, you know, presided over him. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I love John Goodman. You know, I'm, I, I really don't care either way of politics. You know, I voted for who I voted for. Um, and it's public record. If anybody wants to check it out, I'm not going to tell you who I voted for, but it's uh, go to New Hampshire ballots. So you can see who Michael Robert Graham voted for. Um, you know, I don't really care at this point. 
Um, I think Donald Trump probably just should have shut his mouth during his presidency and running before and after. Maybe not before, because that's how he pretty much won. But after, he probably should have just, you know, kept well, it humble, shut his mouth, stick to the presidency, and maybe not all these people would be going after him, right? Because he made so many enemies by lashing out at these people that are now charging him. It's just, it's like, you know, you got to know when to shut the fuck up. Well, I mean, honestly, like, when Donald Trump originally run the, won the presidency, like, that was wild. Like, that was, like, everyone thought Hillary was going to win. Yeah. And, like, it was just, like... It just like I I thought he was gonna win the whole time. Like I was like, dude, Trump's gonna win. I thought so too. Just and it's mostly because like, say what you will about Trump, but Hillary is just so unlikable. And she like, is. She's just so unlikable. Hillary's like that local Karen that walks around the homeowners association picking yeah. out random shit to like find you over. And, like she seems like an just just the fucking biggest bitch. I heard she was a big bitch to all the Secret Service that works. I'm her. sure she is. There's. A, there's no way she's not. And, like, I, I remember, like, when Trump won, like, it was, like, that was, like, probably the craziest election that we will ever see. Like, because that was so unprecedented, like, for even today. Like, him, like, someone who's just, like, a business mogul just running for president. Like, I don't know if you saw, like, like, there's been, like, the Simpsons called that happening in, like, the 90s. So did Kurt Cobain of Nirvana called that happening in an interview. Really? Yeah. Um... So it, it was, like, seeing it unfold. I remember, like, when I heard he was originally running, it sounded like something you would read, like, on an article on The Onion. It didn't sound like it was actually real or it was going to come through. But then as he started gaining traction, you know what it was? Because, like, he just had that element that you don't see in your average politician. That, like, un that like he just he has a little wildness to him. Yeah, no, he's got that flair. Yeah, you know, when he when he originally ran, he wasn't expecting to win either. He's he even took his like campaign manager in or whoever it was, and he told them he's like, listen, I don't want to win, I don't expect to win, but I want to become at least second in the primary. I just want a little more exposure. Get me to second in the primary, and we'll call it good. Um, and then he won the primary, and he's like, oh, fuck. You know, I got to keep going with this. Dude, you know what's funny? You know how, like, when he was running, there's that big thing, like, build the wall. That was a lot, a big thing oh, of yeah, his yeah. campaign. But, it, it, like, realistically, like, you have to be so stupid to think that's going to happen because that's, like, a logistical nightmare to build a wall that runs across the southern border of Texas. Like, that is, like, how would you build that? Especially with all the terrain, mountains. Like, yeah. Around. You can't, it's not, it's logistically. How would you build that? It is not. Like, it would be, like, it would dwarf the Great Wall of China. Yeah. It, like, it would make no sense. Like, what how, did he, he built, like, 1,200 miles, I think, but it was just in, like, a a section where you could build it. Yeah. Like, physically. Yeah, there's that. Some of it has been constructed, but, like, like realistically, like, yeah. to get that thing finished, is it going to be, like, how would you do that? Yeah, no, but, um... You know what's funny about that? His uh, campaign manager, Corey Lewandowski, the one who basically helped him win, <clears throat> that got fired during it. <clears throat> I had a teacher in second grade. Her name was Mrs. Kinney. And uh, when 9-11 happened, she, uh, her husband was a pilot, 9-11, was one of the pilots on Flight 93. And uh, he obviously died. And uh, she took the whole year off. Didn't see her for that whole year. I remember when she came back the next year. I was in third grade, and uh, you know we kind of all you know said hi, how you doing, blah blah. blah thanks, you know, basically greeting her. You know what I mean? And wait, uh, her husband was a pilot. Yeah, my Damn. yeah, her husband was one of the pilots on 9/11. Wow. Flight 93, Mr. Kenny. Wow. And um, <clears throat> she was such a wonderful teacher too. One of the nicest teachers. She was very young. They had very small children at the time. 
And I went to one of Donald Trump's rallies in Tingsboro. This is where she was a teacher, where I went to school, I grew up. So I'm like, all right, you know, 2015, he's coming to Tingsboro, Massachusetts. I'm gonna go, me and my buddy go. And I see Mrs. Kinney there. And she's taking a picture with Corey Lewandowski, his campaign manager, and kids, and Donald Trump. And I'm like, huh. So I ended up Googling it. That's his wife now. She married that guy. Really? Yeah. Fucking crazy. Isn't that insane? Dude, how old were you when 9-11? You were like probably, I was like nine, I So think. I was in... Uh, no, I was 11. I was 11. It was 2001. I was born in 93, so seven, eight, nine. So I was about nine. I think it was in... That was sixth grade for me. I was in second grade because Miss Kenny was the second grade teacher. And uh, I, like, we just, we had, like, we had, like, three different classrooms back then, so we swapped back and forth. And um, I remember sitting there, and the teacher puts the TV on, and then the, the plane, the, I think the second plane hit, and the teacher immediately shut the TV off. And um, it was kind of wild because Mrs. Kinney was there, and, like, her, she's watching. She doesn't know. Like, she doesn't know what her plane her husband's on, you know what I mean? Oh, imagine sitting through that. Like, oh, my God. So our, she doesn't know the flight number he's on. I don't know if she knew. She I, might have. I don't like, know, but I only can imagine what's running through her fucking head at that time. And we were kids, so we really don't know what's going on. Um, the, I just remember the teacher putting on the TV. We had those big tube old TVs. In the, it was a brand new school. They just built it. It was $26 million, Tingsboro Elementary School. I remember sitting in there. And uh, the teacher immediately goes, runs, puts the TV on, and then I think we were watching it for like 30, 45 minutes, and then boom, you see something crash into the thing. Teacher runs over, shuts the TV off, loudspeaker goes on, immediately everybody, everybody class is dismissed, Every, the buses are coming to pick you guys up, you're going home for the day. It was like 9.30 in the morning. We didn't really know what was going on. I didn't know what was going on. You know, I just yeah. saw the news, and then boom, we're going home. Well, I remember they didn't, like on 9-11, they didn't even tell us what was going down. Like this, uh, we didn't even get sent home early. They, nothing was said. Holy shit! So then, when I got home, like I just remember my brother's like, "Yo, there's a terrorist attack, like on America." Like I was like, I didn't even like. I was like, "What?" Like I didn't, then I like we turned on the TV and it was like, I, I mean, I was young. Like you knew, like I, realistically, like it's not like you understand the the gravity yeah, of the situation no at that age. Like you knew it was important. You, knew, you didn't really understand the gravity of it. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember like. Um, yeah, like, it, it was just, like, I didn't, I remember in, where we lived in Nashua, because there was, um, on 9-11, there is, in Nashua, there's, like, an Air Force something. It's, like, an Air Force Control Center. Oh, you mean the FAA? Yeah, exit something like four, that. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, the FAA is right at exit four. Yeah, so the FAA. Right next to the McDonald's? Yes. Yeah. So, there was uh, a lot of people in Nashua who were afraid that they, we were going to get a terrorist attack on that. Which obviously never happened, but like that was something I remember very well. Is like people were flipping out about like, well, we got this FAA right down the fucking street. Yeah, they're flying these planes in the building, missing the you know hitting the Pentagon. Um, they well, they had one going to the Pentagon. They got one of the the uh, sections of the Pentagon. One of my buddy works at the Pentagon right now, and uh, he works in that section where they rebuilt it. And uh, the other plane that crashed in the Pennsylvania airfield, the field, like a cornfield or something, that was going to the White House. They were going to crash in the White House, but the pilot fucking sucked at piloting, of course. Not the actual pilot, but the jihad that took over. Whatever you want to call them. I don't know what the fuck you want to call them, but the, they, uh, they, they were getting, um, I think it was like Flight 93. 
I think that was flight 93. So I don't know which, I, I don't know if that was Mr. Kinney's flight. I don't know which flight his was because I really didn't look into it. But Mr. Kinney, he was on one of the flights. But that was the only flight where the people were like fighting against the terrorists. They were standing up for themselves and they made the pilot crash right into the field. So luckily it didn't get to the fucking White House. I don't think it would have got to the White House because they have F-18s and F-35s down there that are ready to scramble and that fucking, they would shoot that thing down before it even hit fucking D.C. Because there's a whole no-fly zone over, like, D.C., basically. Yeah. And as soon as you fly over that, they have F-18 scrambling. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that whole thing was wild. I don't know if they shut down my school like that because of the teacher and her husband was a pilot. I don't know how much information they knew. I don't know what they knew, but it was a very surreal moment at, like, nine years old. Uh, I didn't know the severity of it. I really didn't know, but I knew something was going down. Especially when my teacher ran over and shut that TV off in the the second. No, you're lucky they even showed you anything on that. Like they didn't, they refused to. Well, she got a call. There was yeah. there was this phones next to the door. She got a call. They said put the TV on, and she went over, put the TV on. It's been, it was on for like 40 minutes, and then all of a sudden, and there was one tower that was already going down, and then you just see a plane boom hit another, and she gets up from her desk, bolts it over, shuts the button off. She didn't even she she was so stressed out she didn't even click the clicker. Puts the TV off, and then the loudspeaker goes on. All right, everybody's done. Like, bum, bum, bum. And I'm like, oh, my God. I was just excited to go home. I know, me too. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, I, I didn't get out early, but... Yeah, we, it was fucking 9.45 in the morning. I'm like, let's do it! Maybe we should move on. This is like 20 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but actually, you know, speaking of crashes... No, just segue right here. Crashes. Um, so apparently in Las Vegas recently, there was a UFO crash. Uh considerable amount of witnesses now they claim that they uh now what's interesting is homeland security for vegas put up surveillance on the site that this ufo apparently crashed they have it being surveilled um all right right here yeah and they're saying uh there's apparently footage of um there's apparently footage of like extraterrestrials i watched it i didn't see i couldn't see anything in the video to be honest with you um it is interesting because about a month ago uh there was some declassified documents. I, I forget the name of them, but these declassified documents basically said that um, the government is in possession of uh, like un extraterrestrial craft, like an yeah. unknown origin. I think it's from that plane crash that they shot down. I think it was an F-18, F-35, or whatever it was, shot down a UFO last summer in Alaska, went down. The government claimed they didn't get it, but it's like, we obviously know you got it. Yeah, they're not going to just, yeah, we just so left I, it out there. Yeah, so I think that's probably yeah. where you're getting that. That's probably what that UFO is that they have now. Well, I think these docu- I'm not sure. Well, they probably, um, if they have crafts, it's, I, I believe it'd be multiple, you know? Oh, if there's ever, I believe in aliens, you know? Of course. Yeah, and like, if there's like... If you don't, like, you're... If, it makes no sense. You're ignorant. It makes no sense. How could we possibly be the only intelligent life... Yeah. Like, you know, whether or not they want to argue, are they coming to Earth and going, like, that's fine. But, but to say, like, there's no other life out there that's intelligent, it's just fucking bananas. You would have to be ignorant. And you know what's funny about that Las Vegas story is there was a 911 call. I don't even know if this is real or verified, but I was listening to a 911 call in Las Vegas. This couple was like, hey, we got, we got, we got like, nine, ten-foot fucking things in the back of our yard and our camera. Like, we got a backyard camera. And the 911 dispatch is like, all right, can you kind of explain? He's like, these are not humans. These look like aliens. And like, 
And it's like, I wonder if that has some relation to this. Like, they, they, they crash, and now they're yeah. roaming through people's backyards. No, that was literally in, the, like, in a backyard. And, like, the thing is, like, if like, even, like, a few years ago, the Vatican came out and said that extraterrestrial life is real. This was about in maybe 2016 or 18, I forget. Uh, but the thing is, like, a lot of people think, like, you know, it, like, extraterrestrial life, like, it, if, if aliens are real, like, that just broadens the question of what the meaning of life is. It doesn't diminish any beliefs people have or anything like that. Like, I'm not religious, but, like, if someone is, like, that doesn't disprove anything. It just adds more to the question, you know what I mean? 100%. I just fix it all No, sorry. But, um, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, and then there was, like, in 2019 where, or 2020, sorry, um, during, like, COVID and all the stuff going on, they came yeah. out and said, like, uh, yeah, UFOs exist, but no one gave a shit. Well, Trump released those during COVID yeah. because COVID was more a hot topic. Fair, yeah, and it was, like, very just, like, no one cared when it was released. Um, yeah, sorry. okay, this is it, actually. <clears throat> Um, so, according to ABC Channel 7 News, a local news affiliate uh, with ABC out there in Las Vegas, Las Vegas police have released body cam and 911 audio of officers responding to a call from a family who claimed a UFO crashed in their backyard. According to ABC News, a family called 911 on May 1st to report something something crashed in their backyard and, saw, and they saw non-human creatures in it. In the 911 audio released, the caller says he, his father, and brother were in their large backyard working on the truck when something crashed and they felt an impact. Quote unquote, we just seen in the corner of our eyes something fall down from the sky and it was lights and it was with lights and when it hit down there was a big impact and we felt like an energy. And then we hear a lot of footsteps near us and then we have like a big, big equipment and we see there's like an eight foot person beside it and another one inside and it has big eyes and it's looking at us the caller tells 911 dispatcher they're very large they're like eight foot nine foot ten foot and they're not human 100 percent they're not human the caller adds officers responded to the residents and when they arrived they, there was no sign of any creatures police said the officers conducted a preliminary investigation but were unable to find anything the case was closed as unfounded officials said uh, the House Oversight Committee is in the early stages of preparing a hearing on UFOs in the wake of unconfirmed claims in the U.S. Allegedly found crashed alien spacecrafts, an account the Pentagon says is unsubstantiated. So, yeah, shit's going down. I mean, you know, I... I did, did, you ever, did you ever hear, um, this is obviously not confirmed... But there's, like, uh, apparently President Eisenhower had, like, uh, some secret meetings with some extraterrestrial beings. He had at least three of them. And apparently, according, like, uh, this is all obviously, you know, up for a debate. But apparently, during these meetings, it was revealed there's two main races of extraterrestrials. is the Greys. And then there's another one. I forget what they're called. They're, like, the taller alien. Yeah. Uh, so basically, in this meeting, supposedly... It was one of these, it was the taller aliens, I think, trying to, like, be like, don't trust the greys. Like, they are malicious. Like, they will pit you guys together against each other. Uh, I have to, like, look into it more, but I, I came across that, like, a, a couple of years ago, and I, I, it's really kind of crazy, because who knows? That could have happened. I don't know. I believe it. Yeah. I mean, the I, I heard a story from U.S., some U.S. officials, U.S. Air Force officials, 
the uh, you know the nuke centers where we bomb those nukes. They turned them off. What do you mean? They disabled the nukes. That's okay. no. We so those. Well, that's also the, the, nuke, the nuke testing grounds where we bombed in like the middle of our own country in like the desert. Apparently, there was aliens living in that mountain where we nuked it, and instead of and, and that's why we nuked it as testing. But instead, we nuked the aliens that were living in the bunker. That's what I heard. Oh, that I will. I've also heard like that. There's been uh, like uh, nuclear uh, sites shut down, like uh, missile sites shut down from UFOs. They'll just power it off. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, obviously this is something like I'm not giving that much detail because I don't remember it. Yeah, this is but, all non-confirmed. Yeah, by the way. it's like I'm not an, <laughs> clearly not an expert. Yeah, I'm not that Bob but, Lazar um, here. Bob Lazar, yeah, God, his story. I do you believe Bob Lazar? I mean, I kind of do. He's stuck 100%. to the fucking book. He's never changed his story. He said he dealt with that one craft. He said there was multiple crafts, but he only got hands on with one craft. It was like um. Uh, it was like an anti-gravity device or craft, I believe. Yeah. Um, I also, I, I've heard, I, again, this is all, I don't know if, what to believe, but I've also heard like a lot of these spacecrafts, like you can't, you have to like kind of wear special suits because they're radiated. So like you can't just approach them. Or same with like even extraterrestrials. But I don't know. That's just something I heard. Yeah. But who knows? They could be radiated. Makes sense. They're from space. Little space bastards. The whole thing is just completely interesting. Really I really is. want us to like. I, I think we should just sit down with the aliens and have a, a, a conversation. But our government, no one is really allowing well, it. Yeah, no, it's hundred percent. Well, the thing is, like, if the existence of extraterrestrial life is ever confirmed, that's going to be like the next big, like, development in the story of mankind. It's, like the day that like it's not even up for debate that extraterrestrial life is real. That's going to be project us into the next era of like the story of us. Like it's going to basically probably turn into warfare. It's going to be like starship troopers. Yeah, it really would. Yeah. Imagine that, and like it because it, it would challenge so many different like things that like we believe, especially like with religions and all sorts of stuff. History, like there's nothing that like it wouldn't change or challenge. Well, it'll definitely prop up the idea of um, what's the Tom Cruise thing. Scientology. Sci- I mean, well, they sci- believe aliens dropped us off here and said, yeah. "Good luck." Scientology is horseshit, but like, no, I know. But yeah. it would give them a lot of press. I know they probably would be like, because yeah, their whole story is real. Their whole story is aliens dropped us off here. Their story—it's like aliens—they dropped us off as emotions. Yeah, I think, and then into a volcano or some stuff. Oh, really? It's really fun. It's really odd. Yeah, it's like it's. Well, either way, it gives some sort of validation. Yeah. Well, Ron Hubbard, or uh, whatever the hell his name is, was a science fiction writer before. Yeah, he wrote, like, pulp science fiction comics. Wow. Before he started Scientology. So he had, like, the, the background to come up with the story for Scientology, which is, you know. Weird, huh? Yeah, it is, it is an odd one. Fucking aliens. Um, I think, you know, the more we're coming into technology, especially with everybody having a camera and... You know, technology is not even that expensive for... Well, it is, but not for, like, the local homeowner that can just buy a nice camera and get audio equipment and basically do their own investigations. Like, it's going to come about eventually. Yeah. I would love, like... I would love to fucking meet an alien, like, maybe from at least... It'd be cool to see an alien, like, just to know what they look like. Like, what the... Like, do they act like bug-eyed little guys? Like, I don't know. 
They got all like they can't all look the same. Like they're like we don't all look the same. No, I, I think uh, I think the only scary part of meeting them would be like how powerful are they? Can yeah, they, like, or are they good or bad? Because like if they're probably like people where there's good and bad. Yeah, like are they gonna like mentally crush your brain as you're standing there and you say one wrong thing? Like you, I mean, I don't know what they're capable of doing. Yeah, that would, that you, would you say me. the wrong thing, like ooh, that outfit doesn't match. <laughs> Like, you know, and he's in his mind. Like, zap, you're like, that's like why I spent, I you know? deliberately picked this ensemble. Like, like Darth Vader type shit. I laid this out last night. Zap you fucking from the inside. Yeah. I would be, I definitely want to see one. I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I definitely would. Ever remember Signs with Mel Gibson? Yeah, that movie, the biggest plot hole in the movie is that they are allergic to water and our whole atmosphere is water. Oh, I know. So, like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. That was weird, but the scariest part about that is when they're at the Mex, like, the little birthday party in Mexico, and, like, the alien walks by. That scared me for life, brother. Really? M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. I remember when, um, when The Sixth Sense came out, like, that movie had such promise. Because, like, like M- that movie was phenomenal, and then, like... And then he had Unbreakable and Signs. And then, like, dude, he did, his movie just sucked after that, honestly. Bruce Willis? No, uh, M. Night Shyamalan. What, after Signs? Yeah. Because, like, dude, I remember The Village. I saw that in The theaters. Village was good. I liked The I Village. I thought it was garbage. Wow, I thought really? it was absolute garbage. I liked The Village. I didn't like it. The only thing like I didn't like was that the old people were the fucking monsters. Yeah, well, that's what I didn't like. It's like, that, like, I just didn't like the plot twist. And then I actually disliked that so much that... It turned me off of seeing his new movies for a while. I've seen a couple of his other ones. I just don't remember what they're called. All of his last movies have been awful to me. Besides, yeah, they after have. the village, I think he shut down. After I think Signs. I think after you. Signs, yeah. Signs is like Joaquin Phoenix. I like Signs. Yeah, it was a good movie. You had to suspend your belief. So, I mean, Mel Gibson killed that. But movie. his best movies is Six Sense by far. Six Sense was a, that, that was a great movie. I mean, you can't go wrong there. That really was a fantastic movie. I'm gonna see what M Night Shyamalan has in the works after. Well, he had that that uh, movie came out uh, a year ago. Where it was, I forget what it was called, but it's like you're on an island where you age fast or something like that. So he's got so he had the village and he had Lady in the Water. Yeah, Lady in the Water sucked. I remember that. That was awful. It made it had a seventy million dollar budget. Made seventy two million. That was a Paul Giamatti. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, that was garbage. I saw that. That was trash. Um, the Happening. Oh, The Happening was great. Mark Wahlberg. That was a great movie. Okay. Sorry. That was a great movie. Um, $48 million budget. $163 million. Zoe Deschanel. John Lincolnzama, whatever you say. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. That was a great one. I like that. You know who I love is John Lithgow. John Lithgow, uh, The Last Airbender, he directed. That movie's supposed to be one of the worst movies of all time. Yeah, that was. I never, I didn't see that one. I actually kind of want to see it just because it's like legendarily known as one of the worst films of all time. Canceled sequels, pretty bad recept. Oh my god, yeah, this was awful. His, yeah, uh, The Last Airbender is like literally known as one of the worst films. Thirty first Golden Raspberry Awards. It won worst director, worst direct, uh, worst picture, worst director, worst screenplay. It won Worst Supporting Actor with Jackson Rathbone, and then it won Worst Eye Goggling Misuse of 3D. All right, so that was awful. That's um, the last Airbender, right? After Earth with Will Smith. Oh, garbage! With his son, with the, with um, that's the yeah, one. Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith. That was awful. That was reception got twelve percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Dude, the 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 Will Smith one with his son was painful because like that was like Will Smith trying to like pass off the the. 
the crown of the summer blockbuster star to his son, and it just was embarrassing to watch. The last Airbender got five percent on the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Wow. All right. So then he had okay. Split. I like Split. Split was that the one with um. No, now I'm, no, I'm thinking of something else. I guess. Let me see. Split. Okay, he had Split in there, but no, I didn't. I don't remember that. But uh, that was apparently decent. Nine million dollar budget made two hundred eighty million. Uh, critical response from that was seventy eight percent of the Rotten Tomatoes. So that was good. That was a good M Night Shyamalan movie, twenty seventeen. Uh, then he had Glass. That was like a sequel to that. No, that was not a sequel. That was with um, that was with uh, Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson, James McAvoy. Twenty million, two hundred fifty million dollars. Reception was. What's the newest one he had where like people are aging? Thirty six percent. That's awful. Um, old or gla- or is it old? No, it came out last year. So he made one called Old Twenty Twenty One American Horror Film. Are you sure that's not what you're saying? You're talking about aging, and this thing is literally called Old. It might be it. <laughs> Did it come out last year though? It came out Twenty Twenty One. Yeah, that's probably it. Okay, it so feels like last year. Reception. It made fifty percent. Not too bad. Was it sucky? I didn't see it. It's just like, I, I'm very like, I, I'm weary of watching these movies because I think they're going to suck. They're like a hit or a miss, basically, they're at this point, it seems. extraordinarily mostly miss. So now he has the 2023's latest movie is with Knock at the Cabin. Oh, yeah, I heard of that. Uh, and you know me, I love horror movies. Yeah. Like, I love horror movies, but uh, 67 that. 67%. It's not bad. Yeah. I'll see it. I want to see those last two, then. So what he's been working with is Universal has made his last one, two, three, four, five movies. He, then he went from Sony, Paramount, 20th Century, Warner Brothers, Buena Vista is when he made Village, Signs, Unbreakable, The Sixth Sense, Buena Vista back in the 90s and early 2000s, Miramax, and then something else. So it seems like he had to keep going to different studios because his movies just kept sucking. Lady in the Water, Last Airbender, After Earth. Oof. Oh, he what? did Last Airbender and then folded with After Earth. That's not good. That's not good. And then he had another found footage horror film in 2015 called The Visit. That had a five million. It made a hundred. Oh, you know, I actually watched a pretty cool found horror film recently. Sixty-eight percent of the Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I watched this movie called The Poughkeepsie Tapes. What's and, that? Um, it was uh, so it was filmed in two thousand seven, and then MGM bought it, and then uh, held on to it for like over a decade before they finally released it on Blu-ray, because it was like banned in a bunch of places because of this. Honestly, I don't know why it was banned. Like, because it's like a movie about a serial killer. It's like a found footage movie about a serial killer, but like, it's not like particularly gory. It's like the story's a little messed up. It's obviously involving a serial killer. I don't really understand why it was so like, um, like why it's got such a, uh, like a crazy reputation. It was an enjoyable movie. I I don't really understand why it's like uh, considered such like a fucking hardcore movie or whatever. You know. So but I enjoyed it. So his highest grossing films have been The Sixth Sense, $673 million, and Signs at 408 And his highest rated movies were Sixth Sense and The Signs. Sixth Sense, 86%, and uh, Signs was 75%. So it seems like those were his two great movies. Yes. Uh, uh, Sixth Sense is easily his best movie. All of his movies total have made three point, a little shy of $3.2 billion. Billion? Billion off a $723 million budget. His last big budget movie was 
was uh, After Earth with Will Smith, I think. $130 million. So it looked like he started off small, kept going up and up and up and up. And then after Earth, it just went from $5 million, $9 million, 20, 18, and 20. So it looks like they don't trust him as much with big budget films anymore. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> did you ever see uh, Jordan? Did you ever see the Jordan Peele horror movies? I was actually going to bring that up. Jordan Peele is like the He's modern version of the mix. He's a hit or miss, too. Like, dude, because like Get Out was fantastic. Get Out was great. And then Us was just absolute garbage. That was trash. I didn't even see that. Dude, it was. It had, I don't remember it exactly, but I just remember watching it, and it had just the biggest glaring. Like plot holes in it, so like it was that was I don't remember exactly because like I fucking forgot it on purpose, um because it was so bad. Then his remake of Candyman was one of the worst remakes I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, because the original Candyman's one of the best horror movies, and it's done in such a subtle and psychological way. And then the new Candyman he does just takes all that subtlety, all the tension, the suspense that's built up in the original, and just fucking shits on it. It did a piss poor job of fucking making that movie. The thing with Get Out, though, there was a huge hole in that, and I didn't figure it out until I had four surgeries. Um, how do you keep a room in a basement sterile enough, right? Sterile enough to not only just make a minor surgery, but this guy's opening, opening brains. This guy's fucking cutting skulls open, transferring brains. And you're telling me this is sterile enough where the door's just wide open? The door was wide open, like it was a regular room in the basement. It was. It was like a, like a, like a it was medical a, chair in like someone's like yeah, theater. It, it looked like their fucking cigar room after and they sit down and watch a movie and smoke a cigar. Yeah, it did look like that. And you're that. telling me this is a, so sterile you can perform brain operations? Not even a brain operation, but brain transfers? Give me a break. I mean, see, that's like the kind of plot hole I can suspend my mind on. But like, it, I, I wish I could remember, dude. Us was like way worse. I and like, as far as the plot hole in us, like, I feel stupid for even bringing it up without being able to remember it. But I just remember while I was like watching, it, I was like, there's like, there was like two just glaring fucking big ass plot holes. Where it's like, that's contradicting itself. That's contradicting itself. And like, I, I purposely forgot it because it was so bad. Mm. And like, I don't want to rewatch it because it was fucking garbage. And the Candyman remake was honestly... How do you fuck that Probably... I, I, dude, they took one of the best horror movies of all time and shat on it. Yeah, apparently. And it made me not want to see his new one, Nope. Candy... Nope. That's like the UFO one. I think I've seen that. I, I didn't want to see it, um, only because of how fucking bad... Oh, um, yes, the one where the, the farmer, it's in the cloud? Yeah. That sucked. Yeah, so that's Jordan I Peele's newest movie. I watched that. Dude, that just sucked. You didn't so see really, anything. he's only had one good horror movie. That was awful. He had Get Out, and like everything else he's done has been fucking garbage. Yeah, I had high hopes for Note, man. I, yeah, and uh, like I like Jordan Peele. Like, dude, Keen Peele's fucking hilarious. Well, it's hit or miss too, but it's more hit than miss. Like, and like I wanted, like he had such promise when he made Get Out. Like, yeah, it he seemed did. like he was gonna have. It was like a really cool, like this comedian start making horror movies, which is like awesome, right up my alley. And then, like, he just dropped the ball. I don't know. The Yeah, the Candyman remake was extraordinarily disappointing. Um, let's, see, let's see, Candyman. So he wasn't the director of Candyman. Um, he did the screenplay, though. Oh, he did the screenplay? Yeah. Either way, it was fucking garbage. He, uh, let's see the critical reception off of that. I, I think it got okay 84%? Reviews. Wow. I, I, got okay. I, I disagree with that entirely. It was absolute trash. Damn. It was absolute trash. One of the worst horror movies I've seen in ages. Actually, the worst horror movie I've seen in ages was the uh, Halloween Ends. 
Candyman came out what? Oh, know? no, actually, no, that fucking new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that came out last year on Netflix. Did you see that one? No. Worth, all right, there's literally a scene where Leatherface goes on a fucking bus and people have their phones out filming him. Sorry, Candyman came out in 92. Sorry. Yeah, uh, so they're filming Leatherface and they go, hey, man, you better not do anything or we'll cancel you. That's a line in a Texas Chainsaw movie. Are you kidding me? It was, dude, it was the lamest shit I've ever seen. There was some cool kill scenes in it, but, like, dude, it was... And, like, the original uh, Texas Chainsaw, one of the best, most groundbreaking horror films of all time. It's a landmark in cinema in 2022? General. The original Texas Chainsaw, 74. No, I know. Are you talking about the 22 one? Yeah, the Texas Chainsaw. Netflix, last okay. Year. So, yeah. Absolute, uh, absolute trash. And same with the Scream 5, it was... Because there was a Scream that came out this year was okay, and then the one before it was awful. Oh, I love Screams. I don't think they're all, I like them. Uh, I, I like the cheesiness and everything about Oh, no, them. I like that shit, too. But like, I don't like how the David... The last one was awful. Who's the guy? David, um... Uh, D- David Arquette? David Arquette, yeah. He got killed in the... Not the one that just came out in New York City, but the one prior to that. And they only killed him off because him and fucking Courtney Cox got divorced, and they couldn't stand to be in the film together. It's like, come on. Don't kill him. He was a great yeah. character. He was lovable. It was Dewey. Yeah, it was uh, Dewey. They you can't name a character Dewey and then have him be taken serious. Yeah. You really can't. You date hey, Dewey. So Texas Chainsaw, the Netflix one, got 31%. That's awful. Yeah, yeah so that's you too high. The, so you thought the last one before the fifth one was awful with the one he died in? Uh, yeah, I don't... So the one that came out this year was okay. New York City. That was, I like that one. They kept the same girl, whatever her name is. Yeah, she, um, but the one that was before that was just hot garbage. Really? The I one where he died in the basement, trash. like the yeah. basement of the hospital? I like that. I didn't, I thought, oh, I didn't man. like that movie. And the Halloween Ends, where Michael Myers is not even the killer, that movie was garbage. So who was the killer? The, oh, he had yeah, a protege. Oh, yeah, yeah, the protege. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. Do you know how fucking disappointing it is to go to a Halloween movie and Michael Myers isn't even the goddamn killer? So it was I, like Halloween 3 all over again, but I, like this time, it was even worse. Yeah, I thought it was stupid that he was like training someone in a fucking like sewer. I hated it. It was like, come on, Michael's not... He's not mentally fit to be training someone. He's a yeah. fucking serial killer. And like... I, and like here's the thing I saw that in the, I, I, I like to go to movies by myself hmm. one of my favorite things to do by myself because I feel like you, there's no need to be with someone yeah you're just going to see a movie so if I have like a, a weeknight where I have nothing to do I'll go see a movie I want to see we've seen one movie together that Harrison we've seen Ford, a couple but I think um, uh, the dog one the dog I'll, I'll call the wild that was call I enjoyed that it was great but the yeah. CGI just so was like you could have added a couple more milli to it yeah but yeah. I saw I saw the new um the new Spider-Man well, alright, first off, I saw the Halloween movie in theaters by myself, and I was the only person in the theater. Yeah, it was wild, but um, it was absolute garbage. But I saw the new Spider-Man, uh, the Across the Universe, or Multiverse, whatever the hell it's called. Now, is that live action? No, it's animated. Okay. It was so good. The first one was fantastic. This one was fantastic. Who plays the voice? I actually don't know, but like they're really was good. It the uh, guy who plays him now? No, I don't think. It, it's, um... It might be... Let's see. I don't know. They didn't want to pay big bucks for his voice? No, I'm sure they did. It's Sony. Spider-Man. It's Sony and it's Spider-Man. And like, but it was a really, really good movie. I liked it a lot. It was a really well-animated movie. So Spider-Man was played by Shamik Moore. Shamik Moore. Oh, wow. He's pretty big. Yeah. I mean, they, they probably didn't have to pay him as much as uh, the other kid. Yeah, but... um. 
So they also had that new Indiana Jones movie that came out, which honestly it got awful for like. I have I don't really have that much faith in it. That's gonna be any good. It looks like it's gonna suck ass. Alright, I gotta see Indiana Jones. That new one, um I didn't see the crystals. I didn't bother with the crystal skulls either. It. People shit all over that movie. I, I, I haven't it. seen it yet. The original trilogy is one of the best trilogies oh, of all time. It's like that that Back to the Future, oh, the my, original I, Evil Dead trilogy. I was literally about to say you have to compare that to like Back to the Future. Back to the Future is phenomenal. Those came out the same decade. Yeah. In the same with Evil Dead, but Evil Dead's horror. Yeah, well, these are these are like comic adventure, same type of style, like screening. You know, everything about yeah. it was nostalgic. Um, but Back to the Future is fucking awesome, and like, uh, but yeah, the, like, but like the I, the Crystal Skulls, I never saw. Cause I think like once a year I watch the original Indiana Jones trilogy. So here we go. You're right about the the shitty. So Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark number one, ninety three percent Rotten Tomatoes. Second one was seventy six. Third one was eighty four. So it went up. And actually, the fourth one, the Crystal Skull that you didn't see, actually had better reviews than the second one. It got seventy seven percent. And now the new one, fifty six percent. Wow, let's check out the box office. Like, just let the franchise die with a little grace, you know? Just let it die with a little grace. Yep. Before we ask about the shirt. Indiana Jones has not come out yet. June 30th is when it's released. Oh, I released. thought it came out already. No. Nope, it has not been released yet. $300 million budget. It's going to be released on June 30th. I knew it wasn't out. Oh, I thought it was already I out. I was like, how is it out yet? I'm like, I've, I would have been in theaters. I'm a huge indie fan. I love Indiana Jones. Well, you didn't even see the fourth one. Yeah, because I love Indiana Jones. Well, I love Indiana Jones. I didn't see it because I that because I love it. It's like if your wife went to somewhere and you didn't. I don't even know. It's like I wish I didn't watch the last Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I mean, remember the one with Jessica Biel? I like that one. That one was good. Yeah. Now, what about your T-shirt over there? I see something like almost oh. burning, almost like Texas Chainsaw. Oh no! So this is a uh, Birdside. Burnside Skate Park is the like uh Portland, Oregon. Yeah, it's the oldest DIY skate park in the country. So get this. So I went to, on a trip a couple of years ago, twenty nineteen, uh to Oregon, Seattle to visit a couple buddies. Are you gonna give us that juicy story? Yeah, so I go out to Oregon for um for a trip to visit some buddies, all right? It was during Halloween, so we went to Burnside, they had a huge Halloween party. Um it was awesome. They had a bunch of bands, a bunch of rappers, a bunch of like people skating. It was like probably five, six hundred people there. It's the oldest DIY park in the country, which means it was built illegally under a bridge. They allowed it to stay. Um, so we go to this party, then we got home around like 5 or 6 in the morning. And then like around 9, my buddy comes down. I just hear some yelling. I think it's the TV. And my buddy comes downstairs. He's like, dude, we got to go. So what ended up happening months prior to is another one of my friends went out. And in a Seinfeld-like twist, when he, my buddy, who I went to visit, our buddy left, and he went to text him. And he messed up the phone number by one digit. Okay, well, this is really confusing, so you're going to have to clear up this thing. So your buddy, what happened? So some other guy came out and visited so, this right. guy? So this is before I went to visit. So before you visited, someone else visited, right? Yeah. Okay, so someone else visited your buddy who you're visiting. Yes. And what happened? So my buddy went to text this guy who visited. Yeah. It was good to see you, and he messed the number up by one digit. So he messed the number up by one digit. Yeah. He just wanted to review how he did, like... How was it? Glad you came out. Yeah. You know, pretty much that. So he said, hey, it was good to see you. Must have not been a good buddy if he didn't even have his fucking number saved in his phone. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So he went to he went to shoot him like, hey, it was good to see you. Yeah. And he messed it up by one number. And he ends up texting some random woman in Minnesota. 
Minnesota? Oh yeah. My God. So, like, hundreds of miles away. She's probably hornier than the cows yeah, outside. Yeah, so it started off pretty innocent. It, she's like, hey, I'm not a boy. I'm a girl. You show me the text. And it just starts off innocent. And then it just takes a sharp and hard sexual turn. And it turns into just sex. Like, you know? Um, but, like, so fast forward a couple months later, I'm there. My buddy forgets that this is on his phone. His girlfriend happened to go through his phone that morning. He has, so he has a girlfriend? Yeah. Oof. Then she finds this. She kicks us out of the house. We have nowhere to stay. <laughs> we end up going down to Seattle where we stayed at this insane, like, it was literally in the slums. It was like, dude, it was like a warehouse uh, connected to a house that was turned into a skate park. It was ridiculous. But So we ended up staying there because they knew someone there. And we went in, we went to a comedy show that night. And the headliner at the comedy show, because we got backstage, was from Hudson, New Hampshire. What? Yeah, it was insane. No way. I swear to God, he was a writer. I forget his name. He was a writer for Conan. Because you slept in a warehouse? Dude, it was ridiculous. It was a warehouse that was turned into a skate park. Why? So you guys, there was no mattress or anything? No, I slept on the mattress. There was like, I have a photo I'll show you later. It was like, literally like a warehouse that was connected to a house that they turned the whole thing into a skate park. Now, what made you not want to go to a hotel? I don't know. We just... Just wanna. I don't know. It was just one of those times. I was broke at the time. Okay, okay. You know? We're just trying and to get broke. This, we want the yeah. viewers to imagine everything here. We were going down to Seattle anyway. Yeah. You know, so we ended up just in Seattle. Okay. But it was it was a it was a memory I'm glad I have. So you're staying at this guy's house. Were you there at the time that she got the text? No, she saw. She text? went through the phone. Yeah, I was sleeping in the basement. And so this, he, your friend comes down. He's like, yeah. "This is like we got home at six in the morning. This is at nine in the morning." She goes through his phone, oh kicks God. us out. Then the whole day we just spent driving around. We ended up in Seattle. We stayed at this kid's house he knew. Went to a comedy show. Comedians from my hometown. That does sound like a Seinfeld twist. It really was, dude. He just messed it up by one digit. It sounds like something George would do. Yeah. And, like, they would all have to scramble to get out of there. Yeah. Remember, like, when George goes to that lake house with a lobster? And they all have to get out of there? Oh, my God. Kramer, when he feeds the woman. Kramer had to pick them up. When Kramer sees uh, his girlfriend's tits before he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, of course I remember that. Oh, How sh- could I not? That's what it reminds me of. It was, a, yeah, it was, a, it was a really fun trip. It was a wild trip, though. That would be fun to go to Seattle. There's a lot of homeless, but I still feel like it'd be fun. Oh, dude, there's a lot of homeless. Like it's like crazy. Like there, and like this is like pre-pandemic, so I haven't been there since. Like, do you know like ninety percent or eighty percent of the homeless live in California? Yeah, dude. But literally, like even in Seattle, there's literally just tents set up on on every street. Ugh. It was crazy. Like they're literally just tents just in the middle of everywhere. Like it was, uh, it was. That's disgusting. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Uh, I was sad. <laughs> like, honestly but Seattle was still a really cool city to see follow up question though to that whole story are they still together? no <laughs> they're done after that? no yeah they're done after that but also when we were in Seattle we went to Jim. this is kind of cool we went to Jimi Hendrix's grave on the way out it's like 20 minutes outside of Seattle it's like a big memorial yep and uh, when we rolled up it's like a like perfectly timed right when we rolled up he, he, we're listening to the radio, and he just comes on the radio, just fucking opening chords to like manic depression. So it came on your radio. <laughs> oh god, I, that's actually insane. What are the odds of that? I know, dude. It was awesome. It was a good trip. Saw a lot of cool stuff. Even though they had that little setback. Yeah. It was a good time. Interesting. That is, sounds like a good time. It was. I like that. I like that. All right. Well, Mike, I as much as I've been enjoying this. 
which I have. <laughs> it is getting to that time. We are all, we're almost there. It's getting to that closing time. Uh, song of the week, real quick before we uh, end. DMV by Primus. Les Claypool, one of the best bass players out there. Check it out. I'm Mike Bisson. Thank you for watching. Check us on you know, Spotify, YouTube. You know, Subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, we're on all sorts of stuff, you know, yeah. everything but Pornhub. Yeah, we're on Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're on pretty much everything, so go check us out, guys. Um, I'm your co-host, Mike Graham. Thanks for checking out episode 24. Next week will be episode 25, and then yeah. we go right into season three, so don't miss that. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, toodles.